and reviews. A show where we have two guys enter the ring with one comic book. One of them, well, probably both of them are going to die, but that's a different story. Yeah, eventually everything does. Every little hog. So far, little piggy, everything little piggies dies. die. Little flies die. Little, little turkey buzzards die. It's like I used to tell my uncle dad. I used to say, uh, wait, what? Well, here's the thing. Last week we asked you guys, we said, hey, here's two. People must not like this show, Matthew. Last week we asked people to pick what uh, book we were going to review this week. Six Gun Gorilla, which has a gorilla on the cover. Or uh, A1 from Titan Comics. Um, and nobody commented on anything. So this week we're not reviewing anything. No, nope, we're just actually gonna sit here and we're going to break wind. We're just going to sit here and wait until someone calls us. Um, <laughs> we're going to fart dueling banjos. Here, here's the thing. We picked a six gun gorilla. Uh-huh. And this is a weird story. Yes, it is. In some far future. Or maybe it's the not world. the future. I don't know. Maybe it's a different alternate universe or something. In the world that's coming. No, there's definitely technology that makes me think that it's uh, future. Future. Yeah, because we get a flashback to Earth, but uh, out future on the theme song. out on the blister world or wherever it is, mm-hmm. um, this army is about to be deployed, and we get introduced to this librarian, mm-hmm. Blue Twenty Three Forty Two, or whatever his name is. Blue Twenty Three Forty Two. Hut hut. And. Uh, Basically, he is there to be fodder, to be killed in this yep. war on this. It's a colonial war. Yep. And he and all these other blue coats are, are basically under contract through some yep. crime that they've committed or whatnot, that they're going to die in service for their for their group while, you know, kind of protecting the military people behind them. Right. But more importantly, they're going to die and also be entertaining for the people at home. Yeah, they all have implants. So people at home can watch this. That's really cool. Uh, not just any implants. We're not talking like, you know, working in the in the cheesecake factory in La Jolla, California kind of implants. We're talking about a camera type psychic implant. A or psychic something. tumor. Yeah. Surgically imp- uh, implanted. Because when you fine, say they all have implants, I'm thinking, yeah, I've been to that club. Permits the fine culturally enriched folks back home with the truly in- to truly engage with the war effort, mostly by means of thrill. What is it? Thrill rubbing on the violent death. Oh, Thrill Rushing, sorry. Thrill Rush. Smile, General, you're live on the air. So uh, we get introduced to this librarian, and he's been having some weird visions. Right. And uh, he makes it through this battlefield. And this is a different kind of war. I mean, in this world, what's really kind of interesting about this story is we're presented with a whole different type of technology. We're told that guns, traditional guns, don't work here. So everybody's using pneumatic guns and wind-up guns. Everybody's riding on the backs of giant turtles that are lumbering through the background. Um, So when you kill somebody, it's just like a paf, 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 paf. Uh, They have things called uh, brain bombs that float around in the air until they tap into your... Uh, I guess mental wave or something and come crashing down and blow your head up. Mm -hmm. And the poor librarian makes it out to a wounded general who gives him a mission. Take this necklace back to the blister gate and uh, get it back to my loved one. My wife in the name of love. And throughout his rumblings across the, uh, throughout this landscape, he Mm. keeps seeing this giant cloaked wrapped figure, big as a mountain. Yes, giant and mysterious cloaky figure. Just I wonder out. who it could be. Well, it's clearly not a six-gun gorilla. <laughs> or or else, is it? 
That might be the name of the... <laughs> oh. So apparently the uh, there's something about this necklace because Metal the back, generals back, back home who are tasked with watching this feed uh, instantly sick some weird-looking mofo yeah. on the librarian to kill him on this distant planet. Yeah, something is up with the necklace. It's clearly not what the dead general says it is. No, and I don't know what it could be. But uh, and the weirdo is a creepy snake looking guy who who is clearly some sort of assassin murderer. He kind of reminds me of the of uh, Salamander guy from um, um, Rassel. To mm, an I extent, could see that. I was I was thinking uh, Randall from Monsters Inc. For a minute, I thought you were going to say Randall from Clerks. <laughs> Here comes Randall. <laughs> He's a. If I'd have known it was you, I would have been even later. <laughs> so um, check this out. I think you can see her kidneys. The uh, the librarian gets accosted by some deserters of both armies who are just basically bandits on this wasteland. He pulls out his gun and is able to kill one of the bandits. But then the giant mountain of a shape comes out of nowhere and pulls out his giant gun. Yep, blows him away. It's not just we're not talking like uh, bang, bang, bang. No, no, this is like these are huge. I mean, it's putting Oosh. holes. These guys are riding horses. It's putting holes in the horses' heads the size of the horses' heads. Yeah, huge caliber, whatever it is, probably with some sort of explosive it's, bullet. The the thing is, it's it's graphic in what you're seeing, but it's not bloody graphic, right? I mean, if yeah. this were like uh, Ryan Otley doing this. You'd see oh, yeah, brain, be, brain matter flying at your face. Or even Frank Miller, you'd see it. But the interesting thing is the art style is very stylized, kind of a, a, a somewhere between Matt Wagner and Peter Chung from Eon Flux for me. Yeah, so yeah. when people's heads start detonating from the enormous gun, there's there's that little bitty disconnect, and you can kind of go, okay, I see what this is. It's not like gratuitous gory gory no 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 no. but i mean speaking of which i watched final destination five oh okay yeah and then of course we get the best character reveal in recent memory oh yeah the final page are you talking about uh uh age of ultron number 10 where angela steps forward and says howdy i'm gonna punch you sorry spoiler alert everyone (laughs) that doesn't even come out till tomorrow i'm sorry Spoiler alert. Actually, I think it's next week. Yeah, it's next week. I'm going to punch you right in the jejunum, whatever that is. (laughs) But in the final page, we finally get it. The the reveal, six-gun gorilla standing there with his gun in his hand, kind of leaning forward in a gorilla pose. He's amazing looking. And he just kind of looks at the guy. He's like, howdy. Imagine Clint Eastwood as a gorilla. He's got the poncho. He's chomping on the cigar. And he's got his guns. Clint Eastwood is played by General Ursa from... uh, the Planet of the Apes <laughs> television series. Yeah. Um, but the thing that's really great is he's a gorilla. So he's not like wearing cowboy clothes. But no, he's but got he does have like the gloves. Gloves and he's got the spaghetti western little poncho. Yeah. And he's got gloves on his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a, he's a gorilla. He's an ape. He's got prehensile feet. I, I will tell you, it took me a little bit of time to get in this because the first, I don't know, one, two, three, four pages, five pages. You're just basically saying, look at that fellow over there. He's going to die and you're going to die. And what's your story? I'm a librarian. Oh, yeah. you're boring. We're all going to die. Die, 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 die. And it's, it's like, okay. Yeah, it's kind of an info dump. But yeah, it's, and, and, but it's not because you don't really know 
Yeah. You don't really know, okay, what are they doing? Are they on a train? Are they on a right. plane? Are, you know, what is this battle that they're going right. into? We you don't, don't find out anything about that. And then the you get context this, is missing, but the conversation yeah, yeah. is still cool. And then you get this cool uh, page and an eighth uh, splash of everybody deploying out of these wooden crates that are attached <laughs> to the sides of giant tortoises. And then all of a sudden my mind is like, what is this? I think that's And then that's when the, that's when everything starts to click because then as they're going through the desert you find out about the colonial war, you find out that these guys are this just there for entertainment and then the story kicks into high gear about I want to say page 10 when the first blister quake hits. Yeah, I think you're right. Now, the first line of the issue though is very important. The first line, the first words we actually read are creator unknown. Right. Repeated several times. Well, but uh, right after you get in the inside cover, and this is an electronic version that Boom Studios sent our way, mm-hmm. it's it's dedicated to creators unknown who works outlive their credit. So it's going back right. to the pulp stuff, and the librarian well, says that when he worked at the library, his job was to study the pulps. Right. That that was six his, gun gorilla mm-hmm. is actually, from what I understand, a, a pulp character. Oh, really? An actual honest to Pete pulp character whose origins and creators are unknown. I, I want to get this ad that lets me uh, be tall. Dude, you're five foot nine. Don't five foot ten. That's not short. I want to be five foot twelve. I'm six foot one, <laughs> and I'm still not short. I want to be f- five foot thirteen. We can't all be Kevin Nash and be well, five I'm foot Well, I'm so do you think, so let me ask you this, as mm. this plays out, because of his yes. pulp nature. Pulpy, pulpy. And his uh, studying of everything pulp, do you think this is the last thoughts of a dying man or do you think that this is going to play out to be a real real thing here's what because he's dreaming he's dreaming and sees the gorilla riding across the plane here's what i think you ready yes all right here's what i think i think that he is a librarian Yes. With some sort of psychic implant in his brain. Yes. Who is focused from his very first words on a creator unknown. Yes, yes. I suspect yes. that he may be the reason why we have a a Kung Fu Gorilla, I mean a Six-Gun six gorilla. gorilla in the first place. I don't know You think he's projecting that. it? I don't know about that. I know that... If if you look at the way everything reads out, Six Gun Gorilla never appears without him. Right. Because at one point he gets in the middle <gasps> of a big fight. Maybe he's the Six Gun Gorilla. <laughs> Lois, that big Jimmy. Fight, and he's running and he's running and he runs away and he hides behind a rock. And there's the Six well, Gun but, Gorilla going, nice yeah. day for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I honestly, this is one of those where the visual hook is so engaging and so kind of over the top neat that I'm willing to give them an awful lot of leeway. Oh, this is I'm a six issue many, and I think I'm in. I think I'm in for all six issue. of them, unless it turns into some weird molested as a child story by issue three. I don't I'm, think uh, it will. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Unless it turns out that way, I think we're pretty much set with this is going to be very interesting to say the least. Yeah, the gorilla, by the way, crushes one of the fleeing cowboys by oh, throwing yeah. a headless horse at yes, him. Yes, picks up a horse and which, throws it at him. Which is, is simultaneously cool and awful. I, um, from the story perspective, I think it walks you through everything that you need to know. Yes. 
and like you said, has a great reveal at the end. It's just yeah. the first couple of pages are tough to get through because it's like, okay, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And right. then it happens. And then once it happens, you don't have to ask any more questions because it's all action. And through the action, that's where the story comes through. Agreed. Um, and go ahead. when you, when you're in that first couple, three pages, you do need to pay attention to what's being said because some of it, it, it has that sort of future speak thing that, that, yes, uh, yes. They'll do in certain pulps and especially mm -hmm. Jim Shooter stories where they're like, oh, no, Flarg the Flargin Snorgers. Yeah, yeah, there's a but lot of But you got to work your way through that because everything that's said in those first four pages becomes important later. Mm -hmm. Everything that's said there, the economy of storytelling is actually pretty impressive. This conversation feels vaguely naturalistic in sort of a future redneck kind of way, yeah. but it all, it all makes sense. And it's all important background information delivered actually pretty efficiently. I, I, th I think so too. I think, like I said, once you get into it and you're reading everything and the pages are filled up with the imagery, it just works. Art yeah. side wise, eh, you know, I like it. Uh, I agree that the character look is rather unique. Everyone's very thin and wiry, uh, very much yeah. like the Aeon Flux look that you were talking about. Yep. Um, lots of reds, lots of, uh, desert reds yeah. and oranges and little blue and here and there. Sienas. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I mean, it's, it's not my favorite style of art, but I think for six issue miniseries, I can live with this. I would say that if you believe that there is such a thing as an independent comic art style, yeah. this, this falls on the very professional, very good side of that indie art style. This mm -hmm. falls it may not necessarily be quite up to, you know, like a Mike Mignola. Right. But it's definitely in that same side of the spectrum. It's something that is solid. It's consistent. It's stylized, but it's stylized in a way that works and is unique. Uh, when you're watching things on the television, mm -hmm. there's some weird stuff going on in this future wor Earth. <laughs> For sexy dino fun, choose Rexy Gynagun. I don't want to know. Please you want more bloat for your say, note? Say Try no more. Guzzle air. Say no more. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. None of me, none of me. None of me. Going to insult a nudge great is Britain. as good as a wink to a blind bat. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know any of that. But I do like the fact that this future world feels familiar without being overly tropey super familiar yeah yeah yeah. i mean there seems to be an evil corporation involved which can always be dicey and of course the military industrial complex seems to be in there and you know the the desiccated future where everybody is either you know a, a psychotic perv or completely insane you know i don't I was, necessarily have a problem with all of that i was really going in expecting to not like this book really but uh, simon spurrier and jeff stokely yeah. Um, convince me Spurrier. I'll tell you what Spurrier did. Spurrier redeemed crossed for me. Mm. Spurrier is the writer of the webcomic crossed. Wish you were here. Oh, I thought you meant cross the uh, horrible, awful. Yeah. It is set in the universe of the crossed, the, the, oh. the killer psycho sex zombies. And he does this, this wonderful story about a group of people who live on an Island in Scotland. And the crossed are around, and there's, you know, the killy-killy and the fighty-fighty and the stick human beings and the meat grindery. Yeah. But it makes it very human and very approachable. And what's most fascinating is there are moments in his story where the main character is like, God, I'm so bored. 
Hmm. Is that a stupid thing to say after the apocalypse? It's all very, it feels very real and the characters are so solid. That's one of the reasons I wanted to read this, not just, you know, the the hook of it's a gorilla and he's got these guns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's only got two. They call him six gun gorilla. They really should call him two gun gorilla. Well, you know, a six he's gun got is two. got six shots. He ain't got six guns, he got two guns. No, but a gun has six shots in it. That's why it's called a six gun. I don't call them six guns. Well, that's because you're not uh, steeped in the uh in the pop culture, I, uh, pulpy goodness know, of of the old I know western all about pulps. Cowboys. I used to read the Two Gun Kid and Kid Cult. <laughs> the Two Gun Kid. That's right. He had two guns. This gorilla, six gun gorilla, should have four additional guns. And Are you he sure does, he doesn't? Well, he doesn't wear pants, so I don't know where he keeps them. Mm-hmm. And frankly, he keeps under his hat. After that sexy Rexy part, I don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. So uh, I say for me, yes, I think this is really worth picking up. I really do. It's different. It's not capes and tights, but it's also not, um, you know, blood and guts uh, left and right. Mm-hmm. But it is an interesting story and hook. And for a first issue, yeah. I like how this, how everything is set up. Now, six issues from now, I may say, well, this was kind you know, of a worthless. It's It's hard to say where it can go. I mean. Six issues from now, this story could go anywhere. That's what I'm saying. We have a talking gorilla with guns. So at this point in time, we have established that Thursday is anything can happen day uh, for all intents and purposes. Story. Worst case scenario, I think we, you know it might end up being six issues with a hook for a sequel that oh. never happened. Oh my gosh, I just realized now looking at the cover, and the cover we're looking at is the uh, Ramon Perez cover. The yeller one, yeah. The uh, Down at the bottom it says, please stand by. Uh-huh. It's because we're getting, we're seeing the... We're seeing the feed. The feed. God. Yeah. That's a eyes. brilliant cover. Yeah. We're seeing the gorilla through we're the actually, eyes of no, Blue but Not only that, but we are getting the first panel of the comic book on the cover like watchmen oh my god that now wait these men were not made of watches i don't know why they right. called it watchmen the because they were not needs four more guns. <laughs> uh, they're actually clockwork men so are you uh recommending this oh hell yes 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 you don't have to love cowboys it's not really a western this book. It, it it's a quasi western. It's a yeah. it's Sci- a weird it's western. It's a sci-fi western a, with giant gorilla. I don't even know if I'd call it a sci-fi western. I would say that this is this is one of those amalgamated stories that kind of if it has a genre, the genre is all of it because it's a sci-fi futuristic story which has some overtones of a little bit of love story and a little bit of future and it's got uh, I, I'm interested to find out if the ads inside the cover are for real. Uh, well, if this was, as you said, it was a real, the pulp, a real pulp thing, Six Gun yeah, Gorilla. It, Six Gun Gorilla appeared apparently in uh, Adventure and Wizard. Pulps. Interesting. Well, but this is not the, I mean, we're not looking at a an actual real photostat of a of a page from that if that's what you're asking because the uh no, the background that they're using is flipped and tumbled and i'm wondering the if black the and white printed on top 
because uh, Jess Nevins, who is vaguely involved in this, Jess Nevins is uh, the guy who's like, hi, I'm Jess Nevins and I have an atomic brain. Uh, but you remember uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yes. And how they had the actual Victorian ads that would show up? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's some of that going on. Well, here. I know that I've ads from the fifties, and I don't know if uh, you know if this is Liberia or not. But I do remember seeing ads for the Triangle Stamp and the yeah from Liberia from in the stamp collections. In fact, there's this whole thing. Oh yeah, two stamp collectors. That's that whole column. This yep. whole thing is nothing but stamps. Yep, which makes you wonder. It could be real from the fifties. I don't know. I'm not from here. But I do believe that the image uh, on the dedication page may be an actual image oh, really? of Six-Gun Gorilla from the 50s. Huh, interesting. Uh, we'll see. I will say this. I'm up you for really issue ought to at least check this out. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Book. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, what's, what's it going to run us on the Comixology? Is it going to be full price? Uh, yeah, full price, uh, whatever so that is. $2.99? $2.99 is what I paid for it because I went ahead and bought it anyway. Yeah. Because that's how I this like is- to support creators. This is good. Yeah, and I'm probably going to actually put it on my pull list at the store tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, cool. Drive my boss nuts. Well, maybe they'll sell out. Maybe you'll uh, maybe well, you talk it, to the other. Well, almost certainly sell out because I'm almost certain that the one he's going to order is going to be mine. No, no, have him order a bunch, and then you can talk to all the other boys and girls in the comic book shop and sell it to them and get them hooked. And maybe, okay. listener, you are now hooked on Six yeah. Gun Gorilla that you can rush out and get now today. <laughs> Brand new in stores. Ask your comic book retailer or retailer <laughs> I have a comic book retainer <laughs> yeah, well you might Six Great Gun Gorilla point. Simon Spurrier Jeff Stokely um, issue number one out today next week Dark Horse Comics has Baltimore the Inquisitor one shot I don't know if you've ever read any of the Baltimore stories Matthew but they're pretty interesting Captain Midnight number zero is what I'm looking forward to. Oh, from Dark tomorrow? Horse next week. Oh, let's do a Captain Midnight. All right. Mark it down. Years. Captain Midnight number zero. Brand new Captain series that they're Midnight doing. Number zero. They've been teasing that. the heck out of it for the last couple of weeks. Conan the Barbarian number 17. Dark Horse presents number 25. Dream Thief number two. The Star Dream Wars Thief Clone Thief Wars Thief Smuggler's Thief. Code. Thank goodness it's not the Smuggler's Blues. Star Wars oh, Clone Wars, the Smuggler's Blues. <laughs> politics of contraband my friend Batgirl and Robin year one trade paperback Uh, Eh. Birds of Prey number 21 Ah, so I think all the 21 issues at least for a little bit kick off the um, zero year event that they're doing I know Batman kicked off zero year I don't know if the rest of the books are doing a zero year or not I haven't been reading a lot of DC lately I I haven't read any of my books in like three weeks. I've got this yeah. stack. I've got my my comics from the last two weeks are still boxed up upstairs. I haven't even. Well, luckily, mine don't come in boxes, but I have a big. Well, stack. I I, sh- they ha- I have mine shipped to me, oh, and so they're still yeah, in their packaging. Shipped to me. I know. Danger Girl Trinity number three comes out from IDW Publishing. Edison Rex trade paperback that comes out. Is that from, the one about Sydney Savage? That well, Senior yes. Senior sister of Sonia Savage. Yes. Stop it. Um, G.I. Joe number five, G.I. Joe, a real American hero, number 191, <laughs> Judge Dread year one, number three comes out, a couple of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, My Little Pony and Transformers books out next week from uh, IDW Publishing, Image Comics, Invincible 103, that should be Ooh. very interesting to see what happens there. I should call that now, huh? Yes, you probably should. If I'm going to review the thing. If you are. 
A plus X equals nine now from Marvel Comics. <laughs> Wait, now we've got Algebra Man <laughs> versus of, the Menace of Isosceles. Age of Ultron number 10. That is the big reveal of Angela and how she's always been part of the, the uh, Marvel Universe. Well, I better call that too. You better call that too. Crap Avengers case. number 14, Cable and the X-Force. I got cable rid of Cable in my house. <laughs> We're all fiber I still have Cable. I have digital Cable. We're all fiber. Ooh, we're the future. Used to be Deadpool cable. Ultimate Comics Spider-Man number 24. Get it. Yeah. X-Men Legacy number 12 now. <laughs> Under the uh, miscellaneous section. I, I wish, I, I, I know that. Uh, My mother used to kiss uh, her boyfriend underneath the miscellaneous every Christmas. Yes. I, I know that uh, Diamond, when they're putting <laughs> out these uh, <laughs> these lists, yes. I know that they, they have everything that we've read before are all their gold publishers. Mm-hmm. And then all the rest are just, you know, it's kind of lumped in. I kind of wish that they would put somewhere in this list who the publisher is. Because to me, if I'm seeing something like Children of the Sea Trade Paperback Volume 5 and I'm interested in that, right? I would like to know who the publisher is so I know where in my previews guide to order it from. Dark Shadows well, Year 1, number 3 comes out. Uh, that's from Dynamite Entertainment. Deja Thoris and the Green Men, number 1, is uh, Dynamite as well. Evil Ernie number six. See, I don't know who does that. Or Domino Evil, Lady Blonde Bombshell. Evil Ernie is dynamite. Is it? Yeah. Extinction Parade number one, Failure. Graphic novel, Fanboys vs. Zombies number 15. That's out from Boom Studios. Boom. Gabba Gabba Hey Ramones graphic. I don't know what that is, but I want to read well, it. Well, the Gabba Gabba. Oh, well, that's got to be a Ramones. I wonder if that's Blue Water. That's I don't that think out. that's Yo Gabba Gabba. That's different. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like Paper Cuts or somebody that puts out Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, Yo Gabba Gabba, hey, Gabba Gabba ho. Uh, Game of Thrones number 15 for the uh, Game of Thrones fans. My impression is that the comic book follows the book and the HBO series pretty closely. Deadwood? Oh, man, I wish there was a Deadwood comic. <laughs> oh, I wish there was a Deadwood comic. Well, I'm pretty sure that the uh, comic book and the HBO show are both adapting the yeah, same yeah. source material. Yeah, but they don't. So you know, they don't. They don't uh, veer off wildly. I mean, yeah, it's it's really close. I mean, there's some additional stuff that pops up in the comic because they can adapt that a little bit closer than the than what you see on HBO. So, um, for example, I'll give you a quick example. Less boobies. Um. Yeah. Um. In season one. The little boy, what's his name, uh, that got pushed off the tower. Hell, I have no idea. Oh, You're okay. asking me about Game of well, Thrones. Well, hey, I just watched, I just sat down and watched the first season for the first time this weekend. Um, but he keeps having these prophetic Tenzel. dreams. His name is Tenzel Kim. Yes. Uh, and he was stupid and doesn't know how to tell the difference between a soda and a stretchy formula. Um, First of all, that <laughs> bouncing, boy. Oh, bouncing boy. And second of all, that is an extreme <laughs> overreaction. Anyway, exaggeration. The, of the what boy keeps reacts. having these dreams, these prophetic dreams. Well, in the comic book, it's really contained to one scene, and his name it only is appears once. Okay, Tyrion Lannister. Uh, no, he's not a Lannister. He's he's one of the. Uh, oh well, then I don't know who the hell anybody. He's is. one of the Starks. Gold Digger two hundred one comes out. Green Hornet Legacy number thirty. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. We still need to review something like that. Last but zombie she's clearly not interested in those of a lower social station. Legend of Oz, Wicked West, trade paperback. Is that from Zenoscope? Legend of Oz? From, Either Zenoscope? from Big Dog Inc. or whatever it is. See, that's or why Big they need Dog. to put these in here. Yeah, Life you're with right. Archie number 30. Oh, I can't wait till this uh, fall when we get to see Francesco Francovia provide the art for Life After Archie. What's the zombie Archie tale? 
That's going to be the awesome. Zombarchi. Zombarchi. Um, Sergio Argones Funnies number eight. Aragones Simpsons Comics from Bongo. Sixth Gun number 32 and Sixth Gun Sons of the Gun number four, both from Sixth Oni Press. Sixth Gun number 32, that's a total of 38. Yes, it is. I wonder if that's where the other four guns Actually, went. in the Sixth Gun, there are six guns. Oh, so that's where the monkeys yes. are the four guns. Vampirella Strikes. He doesn't have a tail, so he's not a monkey. Warlord of Mars, Deja Thor's number 26. And World of Archie Double Digest number 30. Those are just some of the books coming out next week from uh, your fine uh, Double Digest dude, print dude. distributor. Now, you can find a yeah. bunch of other stuff if you go over to Comixology. Not a plug for Comixology, obviously. No. But uh, you can find a bunch of indie publishers, uh, indie comics over there, including uh, Monkey Brain Comics, since we're talking about monkeys here. They're just oh, about oh, ready to celebrate or just apes. have just celebrated their one-year anniversary. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey, even if it has a monkey shape. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. If it doesn't have a tail, it's what's, an ape. What's the Simpsons songs from chimpanzee, chimpanzee to chimpanzee? <laughs> from the, no, no, uh, it's something about a postcard of chimpanzees, I think. No, no, that's a Bare Naked Ladies song. I'm talking about the Simpsons when they go do the Dude, what you do uh, Planet of the time. Apes musical. I hate every ape I see from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good, good series. Oh, we'll have to have a debate someday on whether house. We'll have a to have a debate house. on whether the uh, Simpsons is still as funny as it was 20 years ago or not. But we will well, save that for another time. Listeners tell us. No. Oh, I know. You don't know nothing about nothing. Anyway, listeners, if you want to hear more of this fine show or any other of the shows on the Major Spoilers Podcast Network, just head over to Majorspoilers.com and help us out by becoming one of our subscribers. A subscriber at a $2 level ensures that all this greatness comes your way, and 5 and $10 members will get access to a members-only site that includes some bonus podcasts just for them. Don't forget to click on our Amazon link, and if you want to go to tweakedaudio.com, use the checkout code MAJOR for 30% off the price. Boom. Yep. Well, yes, Boom Studios. Six Booyaka. Gun Gorilla. Alright, anything else, Matthew? Booyaka, booyaka! Six Gun Gorilla! Alright, no, next, next week, Captain Midnight number zero. Let's see how that works Captain out. Midnight. And until then, remember, we are two guys reading one comic. So drink your Ovaltine. Well, I'm drinking Mangria, so. Ovaltine, Captain Midnight. Look it up.